Welcome to the Home Time Show podcast. Bush and Richie here. A little bit of extra before we get going. Uh, yes, um, you'll have heard over the last couple of episodes that uh, we're putting together a Christmas advert for the uh, Home Time Show. Uh, Going to debut in a couple of episodes' time, actually. <laughs> Please can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, you have been creating it with us on the show and uh, somebody here who uh, got in touch with us called Nog um, has written a piece of poetry that they were thinking could turn out to be uh, the narrative of the advert. What an amazing thing to do. We really appreciate it. Yeah. You guys send in some brilliant st- uh, stuff and we are honoured that you've taken the time. Thank you. Uh, and We're going to read it out in a second. Um, we'll give you a little bit of a heads up. It may well be that Nog has given us a bit of an idea of the actual advert being in prose. Ooh, instrumental. Yeah, the listeners don't know that, but you guys do. So anyway, here's what Nog wrote. Little Roy the Pak Choi is writing Santa a letter. Dear Santa, all I want for Christmas is the world to get better. Oh, that's nice. Looking over his shoulder was his dad, Troy, and he was so proud of his little boy. Then Troy had an idea, thanks to Absolute Radio, and listened to drive time in his car as he drove to his local Tesco. (laughs) He wanted something special, not just another toy, to wrap up for Christmas for his thoughtful son, Roy. Roy. Troy had a little smile to himself, and he was driving home, thinking of his son's face when he opens his new phone. Troy at that moment was a happy pack, Troy. He got some gifts for his lovely wife, Joy. Joy. He can't <laughs> wait till Christmas morning to see everyone's face aglow and he will say a little thank you to Bush and Richie on the Absolute Drive Time Show. show. That's pretty good. Says Nog. Well done. He lost the rhyme a little bit towards the end, but we'll forgive him that. He's right off the cuff. Put a T in my name as well. Did he? That, oh, dear. Christmas ruined. Here's the podcast. <laughs> for a podcast we told them to do it themselves and here it is the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. I should flag up about an hour ago we both had a very large coffee I, I feel absolutely off my face <laughs> I know I'm bouncing I'm buzzing, around absolutely buzzing. Bush went and got them and I wasn't expecting you I thought you were going to come back with a tall one, you came back with a grande one. Was that what that was? Yeah, it was, yeah. Oh, she did me over on the till, I didn't know what I was talking about. I don't know the words. Why can't they just have small, medium and large? Why does it have to be oh, in Italian? Oh goodness, this could get out of control today. I thought I felt a bit fruity. I... Let's, um, let's go and get some glow sticks and a waistcoat and put the shaman on. Uh, what we want to talk about in this hour, though, is something that's been going on in each of our houses this week. And we've only just discovered this this morning, that we've both been kind of up to this. Let me, let me preface it by saying, if you have done DIY this week, or you're a professional and you've done a good job and you've taken your time, well done you. There's going to be a lot of it going on right now, because we're all at home. All at home. If you've been putting time and effort and done a brilliant job in DIY, good for you. Pat on the back, medals in the post. However, sometimes you haven't got time, or you can't be asked, or whatever, and that's what's been going on in our house. We're talking about patch-up jobs. Yeah, sometimes you might not have the skill set. 100% haven't got the skill set, which is fine. Not everyone can be gifted in that area. So let me explain. From, from my side of things, uh, we've got a chip in the uh, the top of our Lucy, our wooden Lucy, uh, which is like a it's a black Lucy and there's been this kind of big white dot in there. I think someone's dropped a bottle of aftershave or uh, perfume or whatever on top of it. So uh, my other half, Katie, has been on me for fi- to fix it for ages. So I should have gone down to uh, Wicks and bought yeah. some paint or whatever and yeah. do it. 
I haven't done that. I haven't got time. Can't be bothered. I haven't got the uh, attention span. So I've just coloured it in with a Sharpie. <laughs> the same colour as the rest of the Lucy. And it looks all right. I mean, I know there's going to be problems down the line, but for now, it's a patch-up job. It's a patch-up job for sure. I got home yesterday. My wife has been banging on about this leather chair that we've got in the uh, the lounge. And the cushion, shall we? It's an old one. Yeah. Big sort of wing-backed leather-studded chair. Who where's that chair from? Is that from... Whose house has that come from before? Is it mine. Natalie, was it yours? It's mine. It got reclaimed. Okay, excellent. And um, <laughs> and um, it's, it's fair to say the cushion, the, the leather's been perishing a little bit, and it's, it's started to tear. And it has been. There's been talk about upholstery, but there's been comments about upholstery being a little bit expensive. It is. I got home, and I kid you not. Uh, and there's a picture up on the Absolute Radio socials right now. She's repaired it with uh, with parcel tape. It's unbelievable because it's brown and it's the same colour as the leather. She, it's gaffer tape. It's masking tape. It is. It's parcel tape all over the chair. It's awful. It is the. Um, no offence, Nally. It's the upholstery equivalent of you know when they try to redo that uh, picture in Spain from medieval times, the painting. <laughs> it's up there with that. And obviously, this this chair is ripped because Richie's been sat there soaked in tears from watching Arsenal on the telly, which is a few yards yeah, away. Yeah, all right. Okay. So yeah, we didn't need to get down to that level. But we we thought let's make ourselves feel a little bit better about this. We know you know lots of people don't have the skill set for good DIY. If you've done something that's a terrible patch up job because you haven't got time, you haven't got the skills or whatever, we want to hear from you tonight. Uh, Rob says, I use dirt from the floor to cover up a scratch on our new laminated flooring. Couldn't see it afterwards. I should start a business. Do you know what? I'm, I, I'm envious because that would get to me in the end. I'd know that that was there. But if, yeah. you, if you're able to cover someone up and think, but don't worry about it, then that's great. Peace exactly. of mind. But the problem with Rob is anyone goes, oh, do you know what? I'm going to sweep the floor. I'll be like, no, 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 <laughs> stay, no, don't. <laughs> stay there a second. <laughs> uh, Bernadette says the paint was scratched on my niece's Peppa Pig figurine, which she includes a photo of, and her shoes weren't a solid black so I busted out a sharpie and voila seems like sharpies that I used to fix the lid of the loo yeah could be the thing more successful than parcel tape yeah I think so uh, some great stuff coming in here uh, Daryl in Melton Mowbray says my granddad used a filing uh, cabinet to cover a hole in his carpet and when he had a dripping kitchen tap he just put a jug in the sink to catch the drips and then used that water to fill his kettle it's ingenious it's a state of mind isn't it a way of looking at things Tony in Liverpool says a week before my son's birthday party we had a leak and the plumber had to cut a hole in the ceiling to mend the pipe. I painted a piece of plywood and <laughs> pinned it over the hole to get us through the party until I could get it replastered. That was five years ago next no. week and it's still there. That is, um, it's like Lazy MacGyver. <laughs> lazy MacGyver. Oh, we've got Tom on the line. Tom, you've got a patch-up job to tell us about what happened. Well, it's, uh, it's an old mate James back in Cardiff and, uh, and he was fixing up his bathroom and he was going around the side of the tiles couldn't be bothered to get cork, so he got some toothpaste, mashed it together with the toilet roll, and then stuck that around and painted over it. Oh my word! Wow, so this is a brand new combination: toothpaste mixed with what mushed up wet toilet roll. Yeah. And then I guess, yeah, if you paint over it, the paint's going to dry. It's going to fill the holes. I mean, Works. we're laughing at ourselves, but this is actually a great fix. It's a, it's almost a new invention. It's a good, it's, I think it still sounds. I think he did a, a proper job. Fantastic. So as we as we talk right now, that job is still standing and intact somewhere in Cardiff. Yeah, Brilliant. as far as I know. I've not been to his house for a bit, but as far as I know, yeah. 
I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> this text says my dad used to sell picture frames. He sold a big ornate swept frame, uh, which he then dropped and cracked the frame itself. He used the caramel out of a Mars bar to mould a new section on the frame to hide the chip in it. <laughs> That's amazing. That is an absolute corker. Uh, there are people here who have got skills that could turn into new businesses. I think that's one thing we, we, we would agree on here. Mars bar frames. <laughs> Jimmy says, I had a hole the size of a small plate in the kitchen ceiling from damp. I was trying to sell the house and didn't want to pay loads of money to get the ceiling replastered. So I bought a cheap vent cover to put over the hole to make it look like an extraction fan <laughs> thing to hide it. And it worked a treat. That is outrageous. If you follow us on Twitter, we've just retweeted it. That is scandalous. <laughs> uh, right, Dave is hanging on to chat to us. Let's all be wowed by this. Dave, tell us what you did. So five or six years ago, um, my wife's got convertible mini mm-hmm. and part of the mechanism uh, broke which meant uh, you couldn't electronically put the hood up and down um, so you had to help it so I've got a specialist to have a look at it parts aren't available so I thought I can do that so I raised my son's Mikano kit there's a little arc that you used to make a crane with so I used that and a couple of bolts and I repaired it and it's been fine ever since so, wow. to confirm, you have repaired the mechanism on your wife's convertible folding mini uh, from your son's Meccano kit. Correct. Uh, and how and much money did you did you save yourself uh, overall with that, then, do you think? It's, I think it's about £450. Pounds. Wow. Wow. If there's anyone else who's got anything broken that they uh, would like Dave to fix, <laughs> if you've got any Meccano left, that'd be great. <laughs> Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Now, you see, I know you have a go at me doing this countdown to Christmas, month to go and all that kind of thing, but it's getting exciting. We're going to have a virtual Christmas party. I, it's, I'm warming up a bit to the idea, I'll be honest with you. And, of course, the uh, the Christmas ads have started on telly and uh, you're going to hear a premiere. We're hoping on Monday night, if everything works out, Monday night, uh, just before December starts, yes. you, hopefully you will hear uh, the premiere of the Christmas ad for the Home Time Show. In many ways, this advert will be a collaborative effort because you've helped us design the character, yeah. the whole theming, the story behind him and everything as well. So it's been amazing. As you know, uh, a pack Choi called Roy uh, is uh, going to be uh, the central character in it. Here's the thing, right? It's radio. It's an advert. What's he sound like? What does Roy Pak Choi sound like in your mind? So could you be the voice of Roy Pak Choi. Imagine this is Hollywood and there's a line of actors and actresses or whatever stood there outside the kind of casting room. Yeah. You've got to go in, you've got a bit of paper, you've got you know, Richie and I and producer Nick sat there in a line, a little bit like Simon Cowell back in the olden <laughs> days, and you get you get one chance to impress us to be that voice. And this will immortalise you because this advert, I presume it will be on ITV and Channel 4. Oh, absolutely, and, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, know what I mean? The visual version of it, definitely, oh, for 100%. sure. 100%. So this is a really quite a big break for you, really. I'm sure our boss has got that, uh, that big budget to, uh, to spend on that exposure. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. <laughs> so, pick up the phone right now. If you, in your mind, reckon you know how Roy Pak Choi sounds, get in touch with us. 0330 123 1215 because uh, some vocal auditions are about to get underway. I'll give you the phone number again because we don't give it out that often these okay, days. Can I just say, before you give us the number out again, just behave yourselves with this Please as well. Please do. Any Jim Davison stuff, you're off. Please do. All right? Uh, right, let's uh, go to our uh, our first contender, which is uh, uh, David. Are you ready to take it away, David? OK, give me two seconds. No worries, no worries, no worries. 
Oh, he's getting into character. <laughs> or he doesn't no, want to do his voice in public. I'm jumping outside my customer's house. <laughs> what are you working on at the moment, very quickly, before we hear your your version of Roy Pak Choi? Oh, I'm just in, uh, installing a cooker. Brilliant. Okay. I imagine that if your, your engineer stepped out for a second <laughs> to do an impression of a vegetable. Right, so David in Cardiff, we would love you to say, Hey, Bush and Richie, you may know me. I'm Roy Pak Choi. Hey, Bush and Richie, you may know me. I'm Roy Pak Choi. Wow, wow, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Neither was I. Uh, very Mickey Mouse inspired, I would say. I mean, I, I'll know I'll never sleep again. <laughs> yeah. It's great. What a fantastic... Who are you channelling for that particular uh, rendition of Roy Pak Choi? I was thinking of Orville. Yes. OK, I mean, yeah, one of our generation, yes. A bird in a nappy. <laughs> exactly. Give it one more time. <laughs> Hey, Bush and Richie, it's me, Roy the Pack Choi. How are you doing? <laughs> you should be very proud of yourself, Dave. Very proud of yourself. <laughs> uh, Neil Crozier says he does all the voices to the uh, slightly creepy Will of the Wisp cartoon from the early okay, 80s. Right. Don't want to scare you, uh, Pack Choi, no. really, to be honest with you. Uh, we've got John on the line to audition for us right now. John, what are you up to uh, as you make this call? I'm just uh, waiting to pick my wife up from uh, school. And then taking her home and having a bit of dinner. All right, fair enough. How old's your wife? Only joking. Uh, and then the qu- the other question is, what do you do? I maintain plants in offices. Life plants displays. Oh wow! Well, I've never heard of that job before. Horticulturist, no less. Big star. We got we got Big high hopes job. for you. We got high hopes for this impression. Okay. Right. Okay. So take it away. <laughs> My name's Roy. Roy Pat Choi. How you doing? <laughs> That's Ray Winston. It is quite Ray Winston. <laughs> yeah. All right, lads, get your phones out. <laughs> Double for one, oh, Ben. Man. I like it. So it's like an uh, East End gangster type vibe. I reckon so, yeah. I really like it. I re- <laughs> It's got a real different take on Roy Patchoy. Thank you very much. It's a great audition. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, let's, uh, let's see who we've got here. Who's this? Hello, this is Colin from Bridgewater. Don't laugh, I live in Bridgewater. Hey, why would we laugh at uh, Bridgewater, Colin? A beautiful part of Somerset. What a cracking carnival they've got as well. It, well, not this year, but anyway. Okay. <laughs> Colin, you reckon you could be the voice of Roy Pak Choi? I could indeed. Take it away, Colin. Hello, this is Roy Pak Choi, and this is Absolute Radio. Like he's a bit fruity, Roy Pak Choi, isn't he? A bit <laughs> he of a tease. Is, yes. Certainly is, yes. Hello. Uh, maybe you could chuck in ring-a-ding-ding. That's also a good one, isn't it? Ring-a-ding-ding. Ring-a-ding-ding. This is almost premium-rate X-rated stuff, this, isn't it? Speaking of X-rated, I wonder whether you could uh, also give us a second run-through, just in case uh, Roy Pak Choi was from the West Country. All oh, my lover, this is Roy Pak Choi, and this is Absolute Radio. It's sounding even better. He's the man of a thousand voices. He is, isn't he? It's all thanks to Tesco Mobile's Black Friday event, which is ending soon. So make sure not to miss out. They've got incredible weekly deals on the latest handsets and they've got Sims packed full of data. And on the line right now to play, we've got Graham from Blackpool. Hello, Graham. Hi. How are you doing? You all right? I'm good, thank you. We're good, man. Blackpool, Richie and I had a night out in Blackpool uh, when we were on our fish and chip shop tour and there was no one around. It was very, very quiet. Normally, yeah, Blackpool's very... got a load of life going on, people uh, out and about. Is that right? 
Yeah, normally, yeah, but at the minute it's just a bit of different at the minute. Yeah, but they saw the lights on and stuff like that to try and keep people's spirits up and everything. Yeah, they've had the lights on recently, yeah. Hey, okay. but we had great fish and chips in Blackpool. That's oh, one thing we can certainly say. It was fantastic. Yeah. So some really good chippies in Blackpool. Yeah, yeah. there are. They are. Oh, I'm getting hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right, let's uh, deal with the matter in hand, and that is not fish and chips. Uh, it's some prizes for you, hopefully, Graham. Uh, here's the rules. Shed load of prizes up for grabs. Couldn't be easier to win them. Going to read out every prize that we have. When, when you say stop, you get to keep whatever we've listed off. But there is a catch. Uh, there's a timer, and we don't know how long is on the timer or when it runs out. And if you haven't stopped and the timer goes off, you lose everything. Everything. Uh, you'll know the time is up when you hear this. You're on top of this, Graham. I'm on top of it. Right, okay. Remember to say the word more and we'll keep listing off prices and say stop when you want to claim your haul. Let's play okay. more, more, more. Here we go. £100 in cash. More. A GoPro Hero 7 action camera. More. A Samsung S20 FE 4G, part of Tesco Mobile's weekly Black Friday deals. More. An Oral-B cross-action electric toothbrush. More. An Espresso BNE 800 Creista... Creatista Sage coffee machine. More. £300 in cash. Stop. Whoa! How do you like your score, score, score? Now, I feel like we do need to deal with the way Richie said oral and the way that I said creatista, but we haven't got time to deal with that here. We'll come back to it another time. Uh, I have to say, Graham, you went on a little bit longer than I would have done, but you're a braver man than I am. Well done. Uh, £100 in cash, the GoPro Hero 7 action camera, the Samsung, the... Oral-B cross-action electric toothbrush, the Nespresso creatista... Thing. <laughs> coffee machine and £300 in cash that's where you stopped well done Graham thank you very much what a gambler though right to the very end yeah. I, I'm looking at this now there was only one thing is that right all he missed out on was the Roberts Play 10 portable radio oh, I, I was taking my, uh, my heart was in my mouth oh well, you're going to have to sit down and calm down and a cup of tea you've done well so it's a great bit of work for a Wednesday night yeah it certainly is thanks so much Hey, no worries. Good lad. Have a good night and uh, pass on our love to the people of Blackpool. And if you want to play more, more, more and find the full terms and conditions, you can register online right now at absoluteradio.co.uk. We also find an extra chance to win each and every day, all thanks to Tesco Mobile's Black Friday event. It's Tesco Mobile. Every little help. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. I was doing the washing up a bit earlier on today at lunchtime and we've got this new apple-flavoured washing-up liquid and I tell you what, no word of a lie, it smells so good that I'm half tempted to have a swig of it. <laughs> like, on the slide, it's like, look round, just check that Katie's watching telly and just go... <laughs> just have a few mouthfuls of it. It smells so damn good. And it got me thinking about, you know there's things in life that you're not supposed to eat, they're not for eating... 
but they smell so good that you've fantasised about maybe having a bit of them. I'm glad, as your colleague and friend, that you've you've realised that you won't and shouldn't do that. I don't know, because there's a full <laughs> bottle back there and I've got to go back home tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what'll happen on no, Friday night no, after I've had a few. I know what, I know what you mean, right? Bizarrely, uh, <laughs> I've, uh, I've been feeding my neighbours cats, all right? And as I open up the sachets of cat food... Ooh. I mean, I know that I, I I won't, and I shouldn't. But there's something succulent and moist about that meat. I think, particularly in the in the, that's a lovely quote, by the way. We're gonna have to put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> um, there's something about the sachet ones that that does make them seem a bit more appetising. It kind of sort of flops out, and you're like, oh, and the I jelly don't... bit as well. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I love pork pies, and the jelly bit and pork pies are great. Cats have got that going on right they under have. our noses. They have, but I ain't going to. Uh, don't rule it out. <laughs> Paul Wythe on Twitter says, uh, cola chapstick, it never tastes like it should, but I just want to eat it, he says. <laughs> Obviously, we, we put a huge caveat uh, amongst all of this. Don't, don't go and eat these things. But if there's something that you're not supposed to eat, that you do fantasise <laughs> about eating a bit of because it smells so good, we are the people to get in touch with. I'm going to once again, just as your friend and colleague, <laughs> I, I, know, I know we both had a lot of coffee today, but don't go home and do that. Just a shot of it. <laughs> Like, you know, uh, like an, what those things have the little drinks you have at the end of a, uh, a particular dish of a meal? Uh, an aperitif. Aperitif, one of those. Just don't. Just don't do it. Goose says, blue toilet cube. He says it's awful, but there's there's something about it. He thinks it might be quite tasty. The grimmest of the lot. That is the worst. Of course, where you'd find your, bu- uh, your blue your blue cube. No, I can't no. even talk thinking about That's it. That's the low point. Nor says on Twitter this stuff, and she sent us a photo of the imperial leather soap she has in her shower. Again, another tasty treat. Jimmy says, I am with you on the cat food pouches. I reckon they would slide out perfectly onto a slice of bread for a meaty sandwich. It can't be that far away from pâté, and we all love our Ardennes pâté and all that kind of I've stuff. I've got a horrible feeling it's a long way away from pâté. I don't know. I think there's, it can't be. How bad can it be? <laughs> I urge you not to find out. Andy says, petrol, good old-fashioned four-star. None of this unleaded rubbish. When I was little and my dad was filling up the lawnmower, I'd always have a good old sniff of the petrol cap. Lovely stuff. Uh, Sai says, have you ever tried these polystyrene packing chips? They taste like bacon and they're lovely. I, I urge once again... Don't do any of this. Don't. Uh, Sarah, what are you tempted by? Oh, again, and with Bush, it's fairy, they're washing up liquid, but the flavour of choice we have is pomegranate and honeysuckle. Wow, because, um, I mean, for years, fairy washing yeah. up liquid is just that one, whatever that... What is the standard? The green, thing? original. It's green, doesn't even yeah. have a name, like the flavour. Now these things yeah. do tempt you a little bit, don't they? Oh, they really do. I've used this one for years now. I won't have anything else, to be honest. <laughs> OK, and obviously, we, we, you know, we don't want people to try these things, but you, uh, have you been tempted? Can you imagine what it might be like drinking it? <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. The thing is, we have a dishwasher. Ooh, la da but... On the other occasion when I have to wash my hand like a chump, <laughs> um, we, we use the we use this uh, this very liquid, and I need to stay away from it. I think I think one day it's just going to overwhelm me and just gonna have to do it. That's but... what I'm worried about. If I've had a couple, say on Friday or Saturday night, I might be you know tempted. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think I maybe should stop buying it. <laughs> to both of you, I care for you both. Please stay strong and don't. We'll try, Richie. We'll try. Uh, Lucy, travelling home to Cornwall with partner Jack, says, I'm currently eight months pregnant and I crave all cleaning products. I sit and smell the lid for furniture polish and I'm almost desperate to spray it in my mouth. But don't. This whole topic of conversation is driving me mad because I want to consume something. 
<laughs> That's just the effect it's having people. It's pushing them to the edge here. Now, this one's a bit niche. We don't have a name attached to this person, but they are claiming, they say, guys, I work at a zoo. Ooh. There are lots of animal feeds that smell really, really good. So, obviously, we were talking earlier about the old cat food. I'm sure it tastes all right. It slides out the pouch, looks nice, all that kind of thing. Here we go. Marmoset jelly... <laughs> Smells of banana, but trust me, it tastes terrible. Even, e- even claiming they've tasted it. Carmen in Hampshire says, "Guys, I have the worst one for you. My father-in-law is a surgeon, and when they're oh. doing an operation and having to burn through human tissue, oh. he says it smells like barbecue ribs and makes oh. him super hungry." Uh, she does add, "Don't worry, he's never had a nibble." Well, that's good to know. Phew. I love barbecue ribs, and I might go off them just for a short amount of time. I think it, it smells a bit of operation. <laughs> oh, stop it! Sorry. Right, Daz. Uh, what tempts you that you shouldn't eat? It's the you remember, remember the the fruit of raisins you used to get that look like a bunch of grapes and smell like a bunch of grapes or look like strawberry. <laughs> yes, I remember those. There was a big thing for like smellies in the eighties, like scratch and sniff sniff stickers and all that kind of thing. And you get uh, rubbers well, that go on the end of your pencil and everything as well. You mean? Unfortunately, that's when I was in school. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was, and is there one in particular, one smell that stays in your memory from those days? It was the grape one. Okay. <laughs> grape era- <laughs> a grape eraser. Wow. Well, one of my favourite colours is purple. So, you know, purple, grapes, grape eraser. <laughs> Daz, has, has your taste buds matured as you've got older? I take it you like your red wine. I do like red wine. There we Good go. Out. There we are. <laughs> He's matured. Can't be Fantastic. Thanks. Better than a rubber. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. There's the show. Uh, if you want to get in touch, like Nog did right at the very beginning and has written some brilliant stuff for our Hometime Show Christmas advert, the email again, and we love hearing from you. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Please, also... Anyone that gets in touch, do it now in poetry form. Yes. From now on, we will only accept prose and put a T in his name. <laughs> OK, guys, you ready for this? One, two, three, four. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. Let me hear you say. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. It's over. It's done.